Hi everyone, it's Evie. Welcome to my podcast, Be the Best Version of You, where I help you master your mindset and realize just how powerful you are. If you want to build your self-worth whilst creating your dream life, tune in every Thursday for a new episode. Bye! Hello everyone, welcome back to Be The Best Version Of You. Today we have another male guest actually, and I'm really loving these male features because I really enjoy this new perspective and I love a different outlook on mental health and struggles and just really destigmatizing the conversation around men's mental health. I think it's just, just if not more important because it's definitely not spoken about enough and if you take anything from this episode just know that it's okay to to feel a wide range of emotions it's okay to feel sad and you're not a bad person or you're not weird for feeling that way and jack definitely resonates and speaks about all of this um who is the guest today so we have jack tipper who is a NLP master practitioner, accredited life coach, and he helps people change their lives, boost their confidence, increase their happiness, and reduce their anxiety. So he offers one-to-one coaching, and he also does fitness, um, the fitness side as well. So if you like the sound of that, then carry on listening. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks so much for having me. Uh, really happy to be here. So yeah, my name's Jack. I've been in the kind of coaching scene for about a, about a year now, kind of up to a year. Um, started my studies in coaching, um, kind of March time, um, qualified in June, and then managed to start start the actual business itself. So that kind of started a number of years ago of my self-development journey mm. um where I kind of got into I think I took like one cold shower and started reading a, a book on Wim Hof <laughs> and I was like right I'm in I'm hooked um, <laughs> and then I kind of started from there really amazing and what made you get into coaching in the first place I think I think for me it was because my journey took a good it was the start of lockdown really like 20 2020 mm. that I started getting into like I saw people doing those like 5k runs and um like just little challenges to keep everyone busy on TikTok and stuff and I started just doing some stuff for self-development just trying to improve like you know how lockdown was it was yeah of loneliness and and boredom and, and and just doing bits and pieces like that so I think going back to your question of how I got into coaching once I'd taken a good few years to get to myself out of an anxious position out of feeling low out of a bad routine I was like well if I can do it so can a lot of other people so that's when I started getting into just social media like mental health advice and chatting to people and then you know kind of one thing after the other I found coaching and and here we are yeah sounds really good and do you think the fact that you've kind of had your own struggles as well makes you a better coach I was thinking about this today actually um a hundred percent I think you can learn obviously you know you being a coach as well you can kind of learn frameworks mm. and questions and things like that and you can you can always ask the right question but once you hear an answer that really kind of resonates where 
you were previously you can start to think okay i can put myself exactly in your Mm. shoes and and figure out okay what's going to be the next best thing and also remember things that used to help me so yeah like with your question i a hundred percent think that having my own struggles really gives me the elephant the sort of the element of empathy but then also Mm. the the i'm not going to use expertise is a big word but just <laughs> like the, the the experience is probably a better word the experience to be like right okay this might work for you let's give this a go etc etc so yeah i definitely think it's it's helped yeah i think i definitely agree with you there about it gives you so much empathy when you've been through a dark time yourself and then mm-hmm. or like you you've experienced certain emotions and feelings and experiences they might not be exactly the same mm-hmm. but if someone comes to you and with like a certain experience or situation that they currently have or like a problem whatever the fact that you've kind of been in their shoes before I think definitely does help but it also gives them a bit of a like it gives them light as well because you're showing them like if you've kind of got out on the other end that they're able to do that as well yeah a hundred percent I think it's it comes down to like the embodiment and especially like I know you do something similar as well um in terms of your content and stuff so if people can see that you can go from being in a position where you're struggling with anxiety every day and you're you know not wanting to speak to anyone or not come out of your bedroom or not go to work and you can then go from that to saying I can wake up and actually be excited for the day. If, 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 if you can see that that transformation is possible, you know, and I don't need to go on like a, a year meditation course and then completely <laughs> find myself in Thailand. It, it, everyone can do it. Mm. Um, so I definitely think it's useful for people to see that and be like, well, if they can do it, then, you know, I could follow the similar sort of path. Yeah, definitely. And talking about struggles, what, what do you think the main struggles that you were previously happened to you yeah so I think the the one that was probably the longest was I was always a like when I was a kid and a teenager and stuff I was always I'd always say to my myself and other people I'm just a bit of a warrior I'd always mm. worry about stuff I'd always go to like worst case scenario and I'd, mm. I wouldn't put myself in situations where I wasn't comfortable and you know later down the line when I experienced my first like quote-unquote anxiety or panic mm. attack whatever the hell it was I was like right okay anxiety is definitely a thing here um that was always the longest and probably most prevalent stru- uh, struggle and then it was after a breakup i had in 2018 i think it was when i kind of got put into a really negative mental space for probably the good stretch of seven eight months mm. you know that was probably a big thing for me because i always remember that being like my my probably lowest point and that's always mm. something i reflect on often um so yeah just generally feeling low poor self-esteem and confidence but obviously the anxiety is always something that that keeps you there as well so they were probably my main struggles back in the day mm. yeah i'm really sorry to hear that you you went through all of that like those are definitely dark but also defining moments for you where you know i think once you hit rock bottom you know you can't really go any further so the only thing you can do is just try and build yourself back up from that yeah a hundred percent like I, obviously i appreciate your uh your kind words with, with with the struggle previously but i i kind of got to a point where i'd actually look back at that thing and i don't regret it mm. and, I, and I'm, I'm kind of glad it happened because you know if that didn't happen obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing but you know if that didn't happen i may not do what i do now and which i'm so passionate about because if i see someone who's in my position mm. you know what we know which i was in before it's 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 it, it kind of lights me up to be like right let's see if we can get you out of this because i know that one it's such a tough place to be in but then two it's so doable to come out of it so yeah i think 
it was a quote that I'm trying to remember the exact words of, but it's it's something along the lines of you don't recognize something as such a life changing problem if you can look back at it and, and not regret it, mm. which I think is really a, a good place to be. So if you can, you know, look back at a breakup, a bereavement, a, a job loss, a, a terrible argument, um, a traumatic experience, if you can look back at that and start mm. to learn the element of acceptance and then move into actually, I don't regret that for this, this, and this reason then you can just kind of move on with your life a little bit smoother and use that as a little bit of an anchor to kind of push you to where to where you want to be, which is exactly what I try to do with those kind of previous tough experiences, if, if that makes sense. Mm, no, definitely. I feel like hindsight is such a beautiful thing. Um, obviously, looking back on these the situations that, you know, we've had in our lives, like I've struggled a lot as well with my mental health in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah 2020 the, when we go into that second lockdown I think that was like the darkest I've ever felt oh, also God, yeah. going through a bad breakup um and then also all the gyms were closed and I've always been you know so, so into the gym mm-hmm. um and I just felt like my whole world was just like crashing down around me I mm-hmm. remember going for walks like just near where I live and just crying like mm-hmm. it's so it's so sad looking back because I'm in such a different place now like mm-hmm. I'm not perfect now don't get me wrong but like I'm not I can proudly say that I'm not in that place that I was previously mm-hmm. um which is amazing but as as you said like looking back at those times if we didn't have these times we wouldn't be in the position where we are now probably with with helping other people with their mental health and Mm -hmm. especially like with this podcast as well like if I if I didn't have all those those moments that like I hit rock bottom and all the things that happened to me I definitely wouldn't have made this podcast and I wouldn't have you know had all all these amazing listeners and these connections that I've made mm-hmm. so you know it's easy to say now in it because it was a shit time. 100% 100% <laughs> it's like if if someone's struggling right now I often I've because I, I saw this recently like a, a li- just a little sentence to say to someone if they're struggling and it kind of goes to what you were saying if so I try to say to someone if they're struggling I know you're not going to believe me mm. but things will get better gradually yeah. because when you're in that point nothing is going to improve of like this that's it now that's it like that's how how your life's going to be forever um and it's so hard to see any kind of light at the end of the tunnel so i think Mm -hmm. it's so important so especially if anyone's listening right now is just to know the fact and it is a fact that things can and will get better obviously time is a brilliant healer but obviously i'm one of taking aligned action i know you are as well but yeah Mm -hmm. going, going back to that i think it's um it's it, it was a very tough place to be and obviously i god i remember yeah the second lockdown when gym closed mm. i think it was like october november time. yeah it was that's like, it. wow mm. this is this is shit. longer and tougher yeah than i thought <laughs> i was like shit i thought i was doing okay i know um but that was a bit of a turning point so yeah it, it's it's always refreshing to, i think it's always refreshing just to hear the words of it is going to be better in the in, in mm. the end mm. and i think if anyone's listening to this as well that they are going through a really, really hard time. I think what really helped me was just knowing that it's temporary. Mm. And when I was younger, I always used to think that the way I was feeling would be forever. I'd always be in this situation or I'd always be unhappy. And I was just like, I just like the happy child that Evie was when she was younger like I was so happy and then yeah just like late teenagers I just remember like just feeling sad and and I just thought that you know I'd always be in that situation but 
mm-hmm. I think what really gave me what what I've really learned the past I'd say like two years especially this last year that everything is temporary in life and mm-hmm. I think that 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 gives you a lot of liberation and a lot of a lot of beauty in that like and I, I like to say this about the happy times and the sad times so you know when you're in a really happy moment know that's temporary to make the most of it but when you're in a mm. sad moment know that's temporary to know that you know it will pass as well yeah a hundred percent I think that's a really good point it was it was a podcast I saw a clip of Neil deGrasse Tyson who's like an astrophysicist but he's got loads of great quotes on podcasts and stuff and Mm-mm. he asked the podcast host like if you could would you live forever and it was an immediate yes of course um and Neil deGrasse Tyson said well of course that's an that's an attractive thought however it's knowing in his words it's it's him knowing that he is going to die at one point that gives Mm. everything beauty it's like otherwise you wouldn't bother why would you bother doing anything it's like knowing the temporary nature of things to one appreciate the good times and you know express gratitude as we know but then understanding with the hard times, it's like, right, this is also temporary, just like the good times. And I, and I say this to my clients as well. I say this mm-hmm. to my one-to-one clients is that I know right now you're struggling, but but I want you to notice the facts that let's, let's just take, um, let's look at a week, Monday to Sunday, for example, and let's just put the number 10 on that. So out of 10 times, you are in a negative emotion, maybe two out of that 10 times. So you've got eight moments where you're really happy mm. um, throughout the week and then twice you're feeling really negative. On that Sunday, if you're in one of those negative moods, your whole week is bad. Like you mm. you would say to me, I'm 10 out of 10. The whole week has been so negative, so sad. But that's because when you're in that heightened state of mm. sadness, anger, anxiousness, depression, so it's just mm. recognizing that an emotion just of sadness is the same as happiness. It's just something that you're feeling in that moment, but you mm. probably feel the positive one so much more. And that's mm. just another highlight of the temporary nature of state and emotions and, you know, these moments that we go through. So yeah, the temporary nature of things is a really interesting concept, which I think a lot of people would benefit from, especially if they're struggling. Exactly. And I think coming back to mortality as well, like it, it is obviously it's like a sad thing thinking about death but I think mm-hmm. if you if you truly realize and I, I like I've, I often forget this as well that we all are gonna we are gonna die one day mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's a fact mm-hmm. and it's it makes you just it makes you again it makes you feel really liberated and free because mm-hmm. it's just like you know nothing I really really do that matters that much I think everyone overthinks so much that you know people are judging them or all this stuff it's like mm-hmm. the whole like population will no longer be here in like a hundred years time so mm-hmm. <laughs> life is so short it sounds so cliche but it's definitely something that you know needs to be like a reminder I think for a lot yeah, 100%. of people it gives people perspective or it should yeah. give people perspective. Like I think I was, I was literally chatting to my girlfriend the other day and I was, you know, c- kind of in my feels a little bit. I was like kind of in that kind of mood and we were just talking about the expression of love. And mm. I said, well, I'm going to die one day. So, you know, I'm going to use my time here to tell the people that I really care about that I really care about them because, mm. you know, why would I not do that? Mm. And it's knowing that I'm not going to be here one day that gives me the chance to do that and it gives me a reason to do that now yeah you could say like you rightly said is a little bit of a morbid topic but if you can choose the perspective of mm-hmm. well I'm only here for a little bit so why not make the most of it now that mm-hmm. is a positive in a, in a morbid situation so yeah I think if people can have that um, perspective spin on it then it gives you a little bit of like a, oh okay like a nudge in the right direction to think in a certain way and as we both know 
everything starts with thoughts so if you can mm. think in a better way then yeah you're in you're in a good little path there yeah definitely and about like telling others the people that you love that you really appreciate them mm. this is something that I've started to try and do I remember I was living in Dubai um, a year ago I was there for six mm. months and I was like missing my family so I literally wrote that wrote them like a letter telling them like all the all the things I love about them telling them why I'm grateful for them mm. I just took a picture and just sent it to them and they just they've just loved it so mm. much and I think we 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 get so caught up in the day-to-day that we forget to tell the people around us how much they mean to us mm-hmm. and I think it's so important for them to know especially like I I say to my boyfriend all the time like I just try and say like how much I appreciate him and how mm-hmm. grateful I am for him because um especially in relationships like I don't know about you but in past relationships like I didn't really feel that appreciated but maybe I didn't show my appreciation that much as well Mm. Um, so it's an interesting thing yeah 100 percent. and i definitely resonate with that last point about like past relationships and stuff mm. um and i know I, I feel like i keep on coming back to like little podcast clips of probably my tiktok addiction right there but <laughs> I, I i there was another clip i saw and it was um real quick the guy was quoting real quick stop scrolling right now if you knew that if you went to bed tonight and you weren't going to wake up in the morning what would you do this evening and he gave mm. you know a few seconds to think about it and he said let me guess your answer wasn't go to vegas it wasn't go to the Grand Canyon. It wasn't, um, you know, book a trip to Thailand. It was probably saying to your parents, mm. partner, etc., that you love them. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that was <laughs> that was my answer. So it just gives you a good perspective that if you did have such limited time, what would yeah. you do? And then if you, and if you can lean into that and mm. do that all the time and practice gratitude, like, oh my God, the, it's such a free thing that we can do that's going to make you feel better. Why, so why would you not want to do that? Oh, hundred percent. I I feel like the times in my life, if if I have a few weeks where I'm feeling really low, it, I can directly correlate it back to me not being grateful. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's crazy, and like I've really just started to notice it. Like I was feeling sad at the start of January because it was like winter, you know, just dark, rainy, mm-hmm. cloudy, and my boyfriend was like you're you don't see how much good is around you like you're not Mm -hmm. you're not seeing how much you know amazing things are in your life and then Mm -hmm. once he said that I was just like oh my god like literally yeah I need to start practicing gratitude I need to start realizing that things are working out in my favor and everything is working out and since I started to do that you know everything has just changed and even as a, as a coach like you could probably relate to this as well like we're not perfect all the time like we're gonna have our hard days as well and our hard weeks but I think what defines it is is how you handle that and how you move forward yeah 100 percent. because you can't like as you probably say this to your clients or you have done before and I, I definitely say it pretty much every session is that you can't and you can't control the things that happen to you but you can 100 percent you know control how you respond to it and how you act mm. which is the thing that you're going to notice so mm-hmm. yeah like I've definitely shared sensitive moments with my clients and said by the way like I know that you're in a bad place right now and I seem like I'm in a good place but just to let you know I had a little mini breakdown two days ago and I was crying for about <laughs> 10 minutes so just you know just to let you know although I'm your coach I still feel emotions too mm. and you know I, I feel great right now don't I look I'm, I'm smiling I'm laughing so that means everything's brilliant for me doesn't it no that's not the case you know mm. it's, and again it's a temporary thing so um yeah i think just having like you know conversations like this like this listening to things like this and yeah it really just builds your self-awareness and you know mm. if, if, if people are listening to this it's like congratulations you're 
you know, really taking steps to just learn about yourself and learn about how you can, you know, what I feel is the purpose of life is just to enjoy the passage of time, which mm-hmm. is, you know, a, a, an aim of for, for me. So, yeah, I think it's definitely steps in the right direction for that le- the, the level of self-awareness. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the struggles I've had and you could probably resonate with that too, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Coming back to anxiety now, mm. how did anxiety affect your daily life and what was the main things that helped you overcome that? yeah the so the anxiety was i think i was i was such an anxious person for so long it just held me back in so many different ways even just down to the day-to-day things just like trying new things going to new places um and then especially when it showed up in relationship stuff Mm. like my god like previous relationships something would happen and my mind would just go on that 100 miles an hour spiral um and I'm thinking, right, well, you know, we've had a little bit of a disagreement or a, a tough conversation. You know, five minutes later, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do when I'm single. And that would be such a good, that wouldn't even be a five minute thing. It would be like a 10 second thought mm. process. And that's just the what if, what if, what if intrusive thoughts that anxiety can do. So it just, it manifested itself in so many ways. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to, think. yeah, I mean, panic attacks was a huge one that ruined so many mm. nights out, days out um and you know with with previous relationships where the other person wasn't um a hundred percent on board with how to deal with an anxiety attack mm. you know that, and, and that's nothing against them why would they but it just it was really tough to then have an anxiety attack and feel normal around that person mm. um so yeah it like manifested itself in so many different ways and then yeah the other part of your question how i started to deal with it i think like yes i've advised cold showers before yes i've advised meditation before yes i've advised journaling but i just think the key for me was my thought process around Mm. like one why is this anxiety here like two what's the message because there's always a reason there's there's always a reason why you're feeling anxious Mm. so it all starts from a thought so yeah it all comes back to probably and an, a specific answer to your question of what i did to kind of overcome it or take steps to overcome was to just understand the four patterns mm. and like why it's happening because once you do that you can then self medicate you can self coach really and that's why i use journaling to like figure out what the root cause of it is and and like now it's drastically drastically better than, than what it was a number of years ago mm. that's really good how did you look into your thought patterns and how did you start to question that? I don't, do you know what? I was trying to think whilst I was explaining it, what caused me to start to look into, I think it just came from just self-development and trying to test myself and really learn about the brain and how it works. And obviously coaching (laughs) then drastically accelerated that process. Um, But so yeah, I mean, why not whilst I'm here, if anyone's listening to this and stuff is anxiety, it's a very, very simple little blueprint here, which can get you to kind of self um yeah self-medicate is a good phrase for it really so just kind of mm. treating your own anxiety so it's very very simple so pen and paper so is, is, is number one so if you're feeling anxious i will confidently say there is a reason why mm. so you very very simply ask yourself and it can be with pen and paper it can be on your phone or computer or whatever or it just can be thinking and talking out loud what am i feeling right now and if the answer is anxiety perfect let's move on to the next step the next step and that is very simply ask yourself why like, why am I feeling this way? Mm. And the initial response is probably going to be, oh, I don't really know, but just sit with it. 
just sit with it for a second to understand what's troubling me right now, what key areas of my life are giving me that little niggle of like mm, feeling a little bit uncomfortable right now. Once you then kind of get to the root cause, you can then start to do a bit of, okay, well, can I take action to make this situation better? Can I look at this situation differently to make me feel more comfortable? Or can I learn to accept this situation so it's no longer a problem? Once you get to the bottom of that, it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of a problem solved. And if you can kind of like do a bit of breathing control whilst you're doing that, then then you're kind of getting to the bottom of, of, of what the anxiety actually is. And then then you can really start to learn what your tendencies are and, and, and how you kind of click. And that's just like self-awareness 101, really. So that's kind of like the one thing that I noticed was a real handy trick for me with the anxiety. Mm, thank you so much for sharing that. That's definitely welcome. going to be very helpful for a lot of people because I know a lot of people do suffer with it and having mm. any sort of new tools um, or techniques they can use to to bring into their their daily life um, can be really helpful mm. because I feel like um, some people close to me have suffered with anxiety in the past mm. and the reason they said they do obviously want to uh, overcome the anxiety, but they're kind of scared of going within and facing those feelings. Yeah. Um, is that something you can relate to? I mean, yes. Sometimes, obviously, you don't want to ask yourself the questions because mm. you're not going to like what the answer is going to be. But I think if... if And, and here's an, it's kind of another thing that I told one of my clients who was a really bad anxiety sufferer that another little tool that you can do which is a huge identity change is stop saying to yourself and saying to other people that you're that you're an anxious person yeah, like yeah. you need to just flip that and say you are a person who suffers from anxiety occasionally but so yes. does everyone like if, if humans didn't suffer with anxiety we would have never survived past like if if you if you were you know millions of years ago, however old humans are, I'm not a scientist. If you <laughs> heard like a rustle in the bush, you'd be like, right, I'm anxious. I need to run away. That's just saved your whole family's life from like a tiger or a dinosaur, or something mm. you know that was actually going to cause you to to potentially die. So that's all anxiety is. It's your brain just trying to keep you alive. Once you know that, it's like, oh, actually, I feel a little bit better about things. So um, yeah, going back to your question yeah of course it's going to be difficult for you to do that exploration work because yeah there might be answers that you don't like to the questions you're going to ask yourself but then you know caveat to that you can either do it or stay the same mm. so then it's like okay what do you value more mm -hmm. so you know it's a real it's a it's a real tough one and and that's why one-to-one -one coaching is so powerful because everyone's mm -hmm. different and each scenario is specific to them but um I think having like self-compassion and acceptance and those kind of things is really important with anxiety as well because just just give yourself a break because anxiety is just another emotion just like sadness and happiness you know it's fine to feel it but it's not fine to let it sit there and control your life yeah there's a couple of things that you said just then which are, are really amazing um so the first one is about how much longer are you willing to mm -hmm. stay in this situation yeah. and I think I when I started um coaching someone I think last summer um she was going through a really really bad like breakup and she also had like a lot of anxiety and I just said like how much longer are you willing to 
be in this situation and mm-hmm. and feel this way because she was she was still tied to her ex and speaking to him but also this was causing her so much anxiety yeah and I think once you ask someone that question like an objective person ask someone that question it's like I don't want to feel like this anymore yeah and then that takes them into taking radical action to, mm-hmm. to change that situation yeah a hundred percent I think if you really because you can obviously you've probably experienced this as well you kind of wonder how hard or soft you have to be with your coaching approach and sometimes it gets to the point where i'm like okay you know what you need to do Mm. um and like so first question is do you still want this fucking thing that you're asking and then the second question is well like you can either stay the same or you do this thing that you're afraid of doing this 100 your choice but you know usually it's got to that point in the conversation where i say you wouldn't be sat here you wouldn't have joined the call you wouldn't have Mm -hmm. signed up to me if you didn't want to change so what are you going to do? Like, you know, this needs to happen, but you're the only person who can do it. So once you kind of cut the shit and say, mm. well, this is it, then, then you see the change. It's, mm. and, and then it's, again, I know it's like a, a repetition thing. And then you say, well, you can either, you don't need to do all this, but you can stay the same, like continue how you are for the next five, it's 10, 15, you. 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Up, up to you 100%. <laughs> There's a quote um, from a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Toyle. <laughs> I'm literally reading it right now really (laughs) it's my first self-help book I ever read when I was like 17 and I've read Mm. it like three times but it's been around the world with me like it's Mm. pretty battered (laughs) but there's a quote in there and it's just three words evolve or remain Mm. powerful right yeah so powerful and I didn't really think I even comprehended what that actually meant when I first read it Mm -hmm. but if you don't want to evolve and change you will stay in the same place because if you're not actively choosing to, to change your situation and you're unhappy you are actively choosing that scenario mm-hmm. that, that is a fact because yeah. you have you have the choices to do something different yeah a hundred percent and I, I think but it, it should be ref- and this like really how you choose to hear that you can either choose to hear it but like, oh that's quite scary I don't want to stay the same, but I'm scared to take an action. Or you can, you know, using the power of language, flip it and say, how exciting is that? Like, how exciting is it knowing exactly. that I'm in this shit spot right now, but all I've got to do is just, you know, figure out what the action will be, what's like, what's the path I want to go on and just do that thing. Obviously, that's where the power of coaching comes in, like, like hello, clarity. That's like a really mm. difficult thing to get over, but it really is how you choose to hear those types of things to then, learn how to move forward and that's like the power of language and self-talk and stuff which is which is which is huge that's the other thing I was going to say as well about what you said earlier about the power of language Mm -hmm. when you said when people are anxious stop saying to people I'm an anxious person because you're making that your whole identity Mm -hmm. when it's actually not you just have anxious feelings sometimes that's literally all it is and I think people kind of put themselves in a box and and don't get me wrong like depression does exist you know um anxiety ADHD whatever it all does exist but that you shouldn't let that define you and be like your whole you're not that person you know like you just have those feelings a hundred percent if I could go back and you know I sometimes find this conversation hard to have with people because it's hard to hear because it's kind of a, a finger pointing exercise like it can be seen the side so far mm. and, and I'll use myself as an example here so mm. let's say if I can go back in time um and like look at my depressed self and I can say look Jack you've got kind of got two options here 
and one's going to serve you a whole lot better. So option one is you associate yourself as a person with depression and you're a depressed person. Mm-hmm. Or you just say to yourself, I'm someone who's experiencing a lot of sadness right now for specific reasons mm-hmm. and specific memories. And then just that full stop. And then obviously the next thing is kind of what actions do I want to take. But one of those two identities is so much more powerful and mm. staying the same. And one's more powerful in understanding it's a temporary thing that you can move forward. So yeah, the power of language and identities, like it's game changing shit. Yeah, I think it's totally underestimated as well. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, big time. It's because if 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 you're going into a situation where you're feeling anxious, again, another example, um, and it's just me kind of making it up. If if you're going to an example of a situation where you're feeling um anxiety, like option one is you say, Oh no, here we go. Example number five hundred of me being anxious because I'm an anxious mm-hmm. person, cue an anxiety attack. Or if you say oh, this situation is making me feel uncomfortable, I'm feeling anxious, mm. what can I do to make it better? Exactly. Then then it's like a problem resolution thing and then you just yeah. take five minutes and you're good rather than it ruining your whole day, evening, week or whatever that may be. It's such mm. a powerful thing to do with just the thought change. Mm, exactly. And I think it is, it is so easy to let it spiral, but mm-hmm. it's also just as easy to, to question it and challenge it as well. Everything's a choice. If you've got that awareness. Yeah, everything's a choice. And once you realise that, it's it's an empowering thing to happen. That's why on my first session with clients, I'm always like, right, so your your takeaways from today, number one, journal. Because it's so hard to track your thoughts just by thinking about them. So if you can hack an intentional way of thinking with pen and paper, you can start to lean into a new way of thinking, which is going to be uncomfortable, but you can start to just identify however you want, think in a certain way, which will serve you in such a such a better way going forward and that's when you start to notice the radical change in your life which is what everyone wants if they're listening to this podcast or stepping into self-development because you know that's that's where the change lies in in thinking in a certain way mm-hmm. journaling is so powerful it, it's crazy <laughs> such an easy thing to do it just takes a little bit of time effort but if you can understand like what to journal on and and, and what kind of clicks for you it's like it's it's a coach. It's it's literally a coach in an in, animal in object. It's just pen and paper. It's just all about self awareness, self reflection, problem solving. It's game changing. And for the cost of what, like a pound for a, a pad and pen, like it's easy work. Life changing, definitely. Mm-hmm. And would would you say like you recommend to your clients like to to journal to to self reflect? And would you say that builds their self awareness? It yeah, hundred percent. Like I've I've noticed that you know one of my clients who who really struggled with anxiety and then leaning into journaling was uncomfortable for her but now it's like a daily practice it's it it gives you a chance to i I normally give them like main things to journal one which is Mm -hmm. one gratitude lists um two what am i feeling right now why am i Mm -hmm. feeling it and to do some self-exploration three affirmations that begin with i am so that's like changing the language and changing Mm -hmm. who you want to be and then the last one is uh like recent wins so just celebrating like what what's going good, what have you done well, so on and so forth. And obviously free writing is is a choice. But yeah, 100% going back to your question, journaling is without a doubt the the probably the, the number one thing I'd recommend to people and, you know, my clients first thing. Because it gives them a chance just to then lean into that, right, I'm doing this for myself, let's change the way I think. Because once you start doing that, it's, yeah, it's like hello transformation once you do that shit. So it's always something I recommend yeah definitely and I think clients that take action on the outside of the sessions as well as fully showing up inside the session so 
they do their journaling every day they do their meditation they do that they move they do their movement and activity like when someone embodies that that whole image the way they transform is so much deeper compared to someone who just doesn't take that action doesn't have the time to journal or doesn't have the time to exercise as well it's like well no everyone everyone has enough time you just have to prioritize and that's the same like you know if you've got if you've got kids or if you've got whatever like everyone everyone has time to to choose what they want to do yeah 100 percent um i think you know everyone's everyone's got at least two minutes or three minutes a day if you know it's like 1400 minutes in a day obviously you've got to sleep and do all that stuff i'm not, I'm not that naive and I'm gonna say everyone's got hours and hours a day but if you, if you can find two three minutes a day just for just dedicated focus that's on, it like self-exploration like you're good you, you, you're yeah. good going forward um and and you're right like our, our sessions can be so good with clients for that one hour per week but you've got tens and tens of hours for the rest of the week where shit could happen if they're not thinking in the right way yeah you're still going to develop because the sessions are so powerful but if you can embody change in between those sessions that's growth like mm-hmm. you'll notice the the growth so much quicker anywhere than anywhere else definitely and i think when people say oh i don't have time i think go onto your phone and check your screen time for instagram <laughs> check your screen time for tiktok how long are you spending on these apps yeah. um i think it's like anyone who says that they're too busy it's like well let, let's check that and see where you can cut back there first and then we can talk yeah 100 percent. it's something that i'll never find myself saying in terms of productivity might the, mm. the only reason i'd probably procrastinate if i'm being really myself is like a self-belief thing obviously you starting your own business same as me like i think we did it similar sort of times mm. the probably the probably procrastination cause would have been anything along the lines of self-belief imposter syndrome fear mm. it would never have been time because i would no. yeah i could sit there and go screen time and go ah oh, yeah tiktok i'm doing some damage there uh so exactly it's um yeah there, there is time it's just whatever you prioritize and, and, and what you think is important yeah i saw this quote the other day not the other day said the other month and it was like instead of saying i don't have time say i this isn't a priority right now and then see yeah. how you feel about it i saw that strong isn't it strong. yeah and i was like that is that is so good yeah oh well thank you so much for coming on this has been such a good conversation yeah 100 percent. i value this um these types of conversations very highly it gives me a chance to reflect as well because obviously you know sitting working creating stuff and journaling and, yeah. and having the odd conversation about this stuff when you actually really deep it for a time i um yeah no I, I thrive off of it and obviously if people are learning and, and, and can take benefit then it's um two birds one stone for me so no thank you so much for having me on that's okay do you want to share your instagram and anything you've got coming up that's exciting yeah of course so my instagram all lowercase jack tipper underscore life coach very simple um if you follow evie i'll be on her followers you can find me there um and then things i've got going on in the future um yeah so i am coaching one-to-one at the moment um so i do have slots available i'm gonna have more free time as i'm coming away from the nine to five i'm dropping down to part-time so my coaching business will look to grow and availability and, and slots will grow as well so if you are listening to this and you like my dulcet tones then <laughs> shoot me a message and we can chat um but yeah more coaching programs group coaching potentially a podcast a book mm. so yeah things in the pipeline which will be exciting but um baby steps at the moment but um it's all going well so yes find me there and shoot me a message if you want to chat but um yeah massively appreciate it it's been really good
Yeah, definitely. And if you're a male that's listening as well, definitely go to Jack because I feel like it's nice to see a male in the, you know, the whole mindset, personal development industry. I feel like it's very like female dominated. Oh, 100%. Um, so, yeah, which, which is great. But I think this is why I'm, um, I know I posted about um, having people as guests on my on my story and I know you replied and I had another um the first man I had man that was PT came on two weeks ago mm. talking about his struggles with his mental health um and this is why I really wanted to to have you guys on because I think men speaking about the struggles that they've had really opens up the conversation for other people to admit that you know they might be struggling as well and not feel so alone in that especially as a male going through yeah. that a hundred percent. I think it's so, so important. If I can, you know, do my bit, um, if there's naught point, naught naught one percent improvement in the men's space for self development, then it's it's a worthwhile cause in my opinion. So yeah, if there's any guys listening, like cut the shit, it's fine to feel emotions, like mm-hmm. hitting up a message, we can talk about it, you know. I can get emotional and cry and but then half an hour later I can hammer it in the gym. So, you know, <laughs> it, it does it, it it it's it's all bullshit. So um yeah that's like kind of my final statement piece is it's fine <laughs> to feel how you're feeling man so it's it's all good oh thank you so much no of course really appreciate it, it was lovely talking to you and you bye take care